That's that's your version of the newswire sound. Yeah, like the wire service during the war. Uh, like a like a telegram. Yeah, it might be a telegram coming in. Yeah. Was that what is a telegram always? Yeah. That's not a delivered thing. It's just coming through. It's like a fax machine. Yeah, but sometimes it is delivered, right? Well, not, it's not like everyone's sitting at home with a telegram By the tele- machine. telegram machine. I mean, they print it out. It prints out. You give it to somebody. Yeah. If if memory serves from when I was alive. <laughs> if memory serves. My, uh, We're both was... vampires. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, call up Anne Rice. And <laughs> She's dead. Okay. Um, hi, everyone, and welcome to FOH. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. This is a fucking service industry podcast pew, pew, for those pew. who know and those who dare to dream. That is true. Yeah. That is so your trier. Yep. Those who maybe walk a little bit of a different path and march to the beat of a different drum. That, yes, we make for the, for the, the dreamers of <laughs> dreams... Record. Yeah, yep. we record for the girls who are not know. like other girls. Exactly. You know who you are out there. Um. Oh, goodness. It's another beautiful week in this world we live in. <clears throat> um. Kelly, how are you? Doing? I'm, I'm doing well. Thank you for asking, Lillian. Um, mm-hmm. I, before we recorded, I was just saying, like, I had... I'm in the middle of two kind of crazy weeks because last week I work at a Tex-Mex restaurant and last week was obviously Cinco de Mayo and my boss was out Mm. of town until like I saw her for the first time in a week on Thursday morning and um and then I'm moving this week that's approaching so I had to like switch my schedule around so like everything is just kind of crazy but um good I'm good Great. Yeah. Okay. That's all that matters. That's all we care about. Yeah. How are you? I'm uh, also, eh, I'm okay. Um, listeners might remember that I said I wasn't, quote, uh, quote unquote, doing my work um, for the last few weeks for school. And, you know, wouldn't you know it, that has um, some uh, ramification, uh, consequences, consequences, you know, now I'm paying for it and it's fine. I, I knew that would happen, but, um, yeah, so I'm just like busy doing stuff that doesn't matter, but being stressed about it, which is like what school is. Um, and I, um, well, I, I feel very lucky, as I've said, that I get to have great health insurance for the first time in my life. And I get to go to these like body work appointments and like, you know, work on all this stuff. The bad part about that is folks is that then you realize how fucked up everything is. I almost would rather not know. Right. Right. I'm like, right. like the, uh, I had a recent thing this week where I was like, now what would be the, now my feet have kind of felt like they are on fire for the, the last, let's say 10 years what do you think that is? And they're like, oh, you have like, fuck, like, you know, whatever it is, plantar fasciitis or whatever, like, you know, all of these things that are bad that are obviously from working in the service industry, like, 
my back's fucked up. My feet are fucked up. Like everything's fucked up. And now I'm having to go back and like do a ton of dumb little exercises with different size little balls. It's humiliating. I'm like, I don't want to, I'd rather just be a hunkered little hunched. Right. You don't need to be like a dolphin, you know, bopping balls around on your nose. (laughs) Certainly not. That's the last thing I need right now. Last thing you need. I'm already humiliated every day I walk into school. I don't need that for fish or whatever the hell (laughs) in physical therapy. I wish they were dropping fish into my gullet. That would make it a lot better. I don't get any snacks. I get no reward. (laughs) Flipping my nose around for an hour. It's just ridiculous. I just, I, it's like one of those things. I don't want to, I don't want to take the apple out of the tree of knowledge or whatever was that the was that what happened um in the Bible? i see where you're going for sure i think maybe you were reaching for pandora's box no i'm oh, just talking okay. about like learning things that like make you more aware and i just would rather stop the fall like i don't about the fall i the show the fall i wish i had never watched it, it was so violent it scared me <laughs> i actually had to stop watching that show because no it was, it was legitimately a scary show yeah, it's okay. as hot as Julian Anderson is, I, I can't. I can't do it. Oh, not even remotely worth it. No. The first season, fine. Second season. Oh, I no. didn't even get through the first season. Well, you don't even bother with the second. It's worse. <laughs> um, I was anyways. scared. I was scared. <laughs> Lillian, I was um, scared. Anyways, whatever I was talking about, everybody understands. So, um... <laughs> You see how, imagine how wonderful I am in class in sort of a class discussion. It goes about as well as this um, did. Anyways, um, so that's really it. I'm in constant pain. I have subconsciously, I've known that for a long time. But then when you have a name to it, you're like, oh, yeah, got it. All of my tendons are taut. You could play a fucking tune on every ligament in my body. It's disgusting. I know. I'm sorry. I'm, just, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a fucking, it's a rubber band stretched to its very fucking limit. Every single part of my body. So anyways, well, you're I will a picture. be, it's a gruesome. It's gruesome. Anyways. Um, do you have any service stories? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just wanted to follow up, um, to last week's ordering debacle. Ah. This week I, as it turns out, like, I think also it's one of those things, like, what I think is over-ordering is not, really. Like, yeah. it's a busy mm-hmm. restaurant, and so, like, it's not crazy to be like, oh, we need three cases of, like, Mexican Coke a week. But, like, to yeah. me, that seems insane because, like, A, I've never ordered before, as I said, but, like, so my perspective on how much stuff you need is, like, me and my house Right, you're not grocery shopping for yourself. <laughs> right, yeah. so like the idea of buying like a hundred bottles of Coke is like, I yeah. will probably have that in till I die. I'll probably not drink that much regular Coke. Um, yeah, you shouldn't. Right, all my teeth will fall out like piano exactly. keys. Um, <laughs> no, you're painting a picture of <laughs> right, a fucking exactly. 1940s Looney Tunes. Here's a little body horror for you. <laughs> uh, but. Um, I was on the razor's edge once again with tequila. I have, I, cl- I worked brunch this morning. Brunch is our last service of the week. We'll reopen again on Tuesday. 
with one and one half bottles of tequila in house. Wowie. So why don't you pull a sandals resort and just kind of put some water in that bottle? <laughs> Literally. Um, <laughs> so I will be I last week ordered three cases of tequila. I truly think I'm going to, and no one has mentioned to me like anything about money or costs. And obviously tequila, it's going to be on the menu forever. So I'm just going to order five cases for this week. I think that's really what it is when you're ordering. Cause you're like, I'm spending like, I'm like spending somebody else's money by the thousands. Yeah. Like, this is crazy. It's yeah. crazy. I think that's yeah. also like, I get the sticker shock of being like, okay, totally. yeah, I want five cases of, tequila and three cases of mezcal and it's like okay well that's gonna be three thousand dollars i'm like yeah you're like uh what i don't have that oh wait <laughs> like, it's I'm not, not my money for it. I'm uh, not. oh god um but anyway so i'm learning i'm learning and i'm growing and everything's improving Great. um that's the point as we hoped it would um but in terms of service i kind of like don't remember this week like it was so um like it was too much pressure. Like I just, I, I, as listeners well know, I've never been in charge of anything. I'm not really taking to it. It's very stressful to me. Um, and I just so desperately want everyone to like me. And I'm just, I don't really understand how to like differentiate between those two desires, but you don't have to like, you don't have to manage people. No, I don't. But I still, I think like there are four bartenders one openly sucks and two have been there since almost the beginning and both have known either the GM or the owners mm-hmm. in previous locations. And then I am the head bartender and I'm, so I'm like, I f- have a lot of like, like I, I'm like, and I don't, I don't really like socialize. So I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm like, I think people like me, but I don't really know. And I don't that doesn't sound like you me, and I know, but it's just because it's like this new role, and I don't know. I just feel I'm I'm like a little I'm a little out of my element, you know. Mm-hmm. And the way that I normally get people to like me is by being like, "This place fucking sucks, huh?" <laughs> you can say you can still do that. That's fine. And uh, and so, but I don't even th- I don't even think that's the culture there because the owners are so involved and they're young and people like them. I don't even know. Like I'm just like I feel crazed. And this, my story that I'm going to tell you is like, um, it's just part and parcel. Okay. So there's one Sue. He is very hot. Okay. Okay. He's Irish. He has a nose ring. He's like okay. a little fashion boy. Hmm. Um, he's really hot. Cool. Like hot, hot. Yeah. Like or... I think, I think objectively it's it, to me, it feels is objective. He... Does he like go with ladies or he sounds kind of gay? No, he go- I think he goes with ladies. He's a little fashion boy with a nose ring? Well, he's not little. I just described oh, him as little. little. He, he's not little. He's I mean, he's not like the tallest person in the world. He's European, but he is like <laughs> gay. Therefore gay. No, he's no. He's European. He, I've heard he's, enough. He's um he's he's broad-shouldered, you know, whatever. And um, he's hot, and I think it's okay. Okay, I believe you. I believe you. And um, he, um, I don't think he likes me. 
and in part because he blames me for the cucumber thing, which is not my fault. And I know because one of the line cooks was like, Kieran is complaining about like how many cucumbers you ordered. And I said, I did not order a single cucumber in point of fact. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, today I stayed after brunch service to do some juicing to get them set up for the week. And so I'm obviously taking and Kieran, I'm juicing in the basement. Kieran comes down. He says, bye, Kelly. I'll see you next week. I say, Goodbye, my love. Mm-hmm. Um, I say something mm-hmm. very feminine. Um, and then I am taking out the trash bag that's full of all the, like, citrus shells. Yeah. It rained Heavy. very very hard last night in New York. It's our last day of service again. We put the trash out on the sidewalk on Sundays. There is about two feet of rainwater. I have the giant sack of citrus. I have mm-hmm. to do like a leap over the water. And then yeah. as I'm coming back mid leap, I look up. Who do I see? But Kieran just like he's, you know, smoking pot like people do. And he's okay. like, and I just didn't make eye contact with him. And I just went back in the restaurant I was so humiliated. Did you crash into him or something? No, I was just humiliated. You just saw the you jumping? Leap and the trash. That's fine. What? That's not a big deal. It's That's just a normal thing to do. I don't being like, weird. No, I think, I'm sure my body looked strange. Oh, you're saying you, because it wasn't like a graceful Yeah, it wasn't action. graceful. You, oh, I see. You're self-conscious of yeah. that. It was not graceful. Kieran sounds like he sucks. Also, that name sounds like he's like a caveman. <laughs> well, yeah. I just said he's Irish. I know, but it's driving it home for me. <laughs> Kieran, we out of meat. <laughs> I drew on wall yesterday. You should have got. That's what, that's what you should be talking to him like. Maybe then he would <laughs> like me more. He'd be like, me I no suddenly order understand cucumber. what this person yeah. He was telling me a story about when his accent used to be thicker. And I was like, straight up, I would not have been able to understand you. And he's like, oh, yeah, they couldn't. But Americans love the Irish. And I was like, true, true. I'm sure he does like you and you're just weird. I'm not. I'm not sure. That's my hypothesis. Okay. Well, we'll find out. Listeners, stay tuned. Listeners, stay tuned. Does Cro-Magnon man Kieran think Kelly is inelegant or is he just a guy smoking weed on a sidewalk we'll find out or we may never know the the Listen, intricacies you're of gonna this man's be brain at our wedding ceremony and he's gonna be like I'll never forget when I saw Kelly jump around like a retard Okay, you can't say that word. Um, just kidding. At your wedding, specifically. Um, yeah, no not, R it's, words. It's not good at the wedding. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I'll admit that. Kieran. Kieran. Not in front of my aunt. It's your vows. It's your vows. Um, well, anyways, I, I hope that your union is blessed. Thank you. Um, and if you want me to kind of give you, um, you can toss in some references to the Toyn, uh, the Irish epic that I'm sure he knows. Backwards I'm and sure. Forwards. 
So I'll I'll throw it. You can make some. I tried to talk to him about um, shin pain on Friday, and he just was like, "They're not that great." And I was like, "Okay, well, do you understand where I live? This country? So just (laughs) come on, okay, buddy. Toss me a little little bone. Come on, from your cave. (laughs) From your cave. Suck on a bone. You know, do one of these (laughs) with a turkey leg, and then just toss me that bone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another Looney Tunes. Um, okay, blessedly, let's move on to our topic. You're right, you're right. It's time. Uh, Sidewalk Tales, where the sidewalk ends with Kelly Sullivan. (laughs) Sorry. Your your spin-off podcast. All I can understand is... So is mine. It's just got a different pile of shit inside of it than yours. It's just different. (laughs) Um, okay, so our topic, and I really am sorry to do it to you this week, because this is like, I feel like we're speaking the devil's tongue when we're going to talk about this. We're definitely like, yeah, invoking some evil spirit. If you can't handle the devil himself or herself, then maybe turn off this episode. Um, but this topic or article, whatever was sent, uh, to me personally via text by one T.D. Seidel. So thank you, T.D., for keeping me abreast of the happenings of the culinary world. So um, the New York Times published a piece called When a Restaurant is a Work of Art by Laura Reisman. Reisman? One of those. Who cares? Laura, you are a foot soldier for Beelzebub. This is... (laughs) Stop. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't want to continue the theme. Okay. Um this is a uh an article about a new restaurant um in Copenhagen. In yeah, um or Stockholm. Oh, so, sorry, in Stockholm. Whatever. Same thing. I don't even know. Um straight this, up don't know the difference. Straight up don't know, don't care, we'll never go. Okay. Um this artist uh Karsten Horler I'm imagining is how you say his name, um, started a, and all just imagine for the rest of the episode, everything I'm saying is in like, um, quotation marks Mm -hmm. started a restaurant. Mm -hmm. Okay. Quote, 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 quote. Um, that is a brutalist restaurant. Right. Okay. By in the article, it does mention this is a, a food movement as it were, um, of, of Carson's own invention. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is not like a real thing. It's something that this guy decided is happening, um, and is making his dreams come true. Um, so this kind of, this piece follows like, you know, it's very like, you know, narratives, you know, very uh, vivid details of physical, like what the people were wearing, you know, setting the scene of this, this evening of a minimalist restaurant, uh, in, you know, inspired by brutal, brutalism. I think it's called, what is it? Brutalistin? Brutalistin, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't even know if we're doing the fake right accent, honestly, <laughs> I don't know. but I don't think so. Okay. Um. But should we read the manifesto first of this restaurant? Yeah, let's kind of... let's let's dip a toe in the manifesto for sure. Okay, maybe let's go back and forth. Is it? Well, it's really long. Okay, <laughs> why don't you pick one and I'll pick one. Okay, perfect. 
Um, I have it open if you'd like me to start. Yeah, you go first. Sorry, I just I threw that on you as a concept. I'm sorry, as a bit. Okay, so uh, the Brutalist Kitchen Manifesto. Okay, um, the first rule of Brutalist Kitchen. Um, Brutalist Kitchen is a dogma kitchen where certain rules apply. Okay, okay, so there there are rules to follow. Got it. That's the first rule of Brutalist Kitchen is that there are rules. <laughs> Um, cool. Um, the, okay. And we all know what brutalism is, right? Everybody. Okay. Just Google it if you don't. So I'm not going to read this other one. The main rule is the following ingredients are used alone for a certain dish. Only water and salt may be added. I do like this in the sense that like, um, rules are, so completely arbitrary like it's just the only like differentiation it's like the way like the differentiation between like a cult and a religion is just like the tradition okay like the only differentiation between like a rule and like this guy is like this is the first time I'm hearing it but it just points to the absurdity of the concept of rules because it's like the only rule it's like well you just said that like you just wrote that down and said that like it's not you can't say like how does that qualify as a rule when you just made it up? Like if I was like the rule, I'm, I'm of this offering pod- pushback. I'm offering pushback. Okay, speak Kelly. On it. Speak on no, it. no, no. I just you have been very rule centric lately. Yeah. As far as you're, you're thinking about it, I'm a thinking lot, about I can it. Tell. It's heavy on your mind. Yeah, that's right. Um, I just think no, it's, I just, it's a funny use of the word rule when it's like you are the sole like practitioner of this style of cooking that you made up and you're like this is the rule it's like well okay like you're you're the only one doing it so like if that suits you sure whatever I find it so tedious and and extremely boring it's okay I'm gonna read my favorite one and then I'm gonna follow up with my little observation Um, okay we are born as brutalist eaters, as mother's milk is essentially brutalist. I. You go. <laughs> I just, I simply just. But I think the way that we know that this food um, contributes nothing <laughs> is how often, even in the like, kind of portrait of this restaurant um that the times painted for us um everyone spoke about the food in metaphor rather than Mm -hmm. um actually talking about it Mm -hmm. and so it's like oh it is like being a child and experiencing the taste for the first time it is like being in a house you thought you knew poetry yeah it's like okay well when i that's not the that's not why I eat food and usually when I eat food it doesn't evoke a metaphor for me unless it's like oh that tastes like that you know who these people are is they're extremely bored yeah also they have to make up a way of eating that's not just enjoying food with your friends It's so crazy because you can just enjoy food with your friends. And it's good almost every time. Generally speaking. Generally speaking. 
I mean, at least if the food's bad, you have your friends. If your friends are bad, hopefully the food's good. I don't know. Yeah. Like, there's going to be something. But he makes these distinctions in his menu. There's, like, ultra-Orthodox brutalism. There's Orthodox. And then there's, like, I don't know, brutalist light or whatever it is. <laughs> we'll look at the menu together. But um, the, it's, it's a black website background with white writing, bullet points. It looks like a PowerPoint slide. Um, it's very you know, simple. Uh, there's no, you know, no garnish. Different ingredients are not permitted on the same plate. They have to be presented as different units. The different dishes may be served at the same time. The The diner is encouraged to make their own, uh, you know, flavor profiles by taking the different dishes and mixing them together. So, you know, you can make your own rules in that way, I guess. But um, the whole thing is obviously overwrought and contrived and I find pretentious to the point of like it's almost it's it's beyond pretension and it's something else <clears throat> entirely it is like um it feels like um like when you're a watching joke? yeah it feels like when you're watching like a Netflix movie about like and they want to present like a gallerist or like something yeah, yeah. and they want them to be like the most over the top like it would be this guy totally if it were like a big fucking joke i would be like brilliant rock work. that rock also also <clears throat> ugh, there's so much to unpack but this guy because i i went i went on a, a hole for this that mm. i won't take you with me on because it's not necessary just know just Listeners know that I went there for you. But um, this guy has had previous projects that involve hospitality, food, drink, whatever concepts. It was open. It was deeply disturbing concept of like Congo and the West Two. it was called like doubles or something. And it was like one separate part for the for the Congolese cuisine and performances and one separate part of the restaurants for the West and much celebrated Art Basel, etc. open for a year. I think it was like a pop-up concept, blah, 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 deeply troubling and evil. And that's what this, this is not a, this is not a real restaurant. It's a fucking art. It's an art show. It's a fucking, you know, yes. it's an exhibit and, and it's, it's going just... to shut down in eight months. Like, it's like, and that's fine. And that's fine. Like if that's your bag, Hey, you know, whatever. But it's like, then I think it's like more that, um, the, these, the patrons of this restaurant, the people who are in this restaurant are mm. like feeling compelled, whether it's by like the convention of reacting to food and speaking about it or whether it's because they think that he's serious or that they want to come across as fully participatory. I don't know what is compelling them to feel the need to comment on the food. Like the mm. food is obviously like part of the performance and presentation of this yeah. space as, you know, as the times put it as this restaurant as art and it's like the idea, like the food is part of it. You don't have to act like it tastes good or like <laughs> you don't have to react to it like it's food. It's art. And food is the opposite of art. 
Well, I know a couple sous chefs that might disagree with you, Kelly. <laughs> yeah, don't let don't let Kieran hear me Kira say that. I mean, you'll be that's a for sure won't be getting married. Um, I just I the descriptions this fucking New York. I mean, leave it to the New York Times to make something horrible sound even worse. Yeah. It's like the the bubbles shaped the crystal bonbons dangling from her golden earlobe shut the fuck shut the up. fuck up kill yourself anyways um they said someone was just, visibly visibly pregnant which i was like felt yeah. so retro like to be like visibly totally. pregnant like i was like what i didn't know we like still like she's showing <laughs> i didn't know we still use that language i was like what the hell I know. I'm like, how else would you be just like, I don't know, subtly pregnant? I, I don't know. Like, well, what's, I don't she know. She might have what's just the other descriptor? Yeah. From this food. It sounds fucking disgusting. So, um, just, and it's not lost on any of us that, like, first of all, I like brutalism. I, I, I'm an appreciator. Hey, I like of, when it goes hey. viral on Twitter and they say brutalism with trees. I always give that a like. Sure, I toss it a like Boston City Hall. You know, I hey, everyone hates it. We're all having There's a some good time. That, it's fine. Also, like, it's just so fucking dumb to have this like pretentious, expensive, ridiculous concept in the form of as an homage to brutalism, which is not about that. You know what I mean? That's oversimplifying. Yes. And but... it's a whole it's a whole broad movement that has many different, you know, factions or whatever. But it's just really fucking dumb to me. But let's take a look at the menu. Mm-hmm. Let's. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe let's take a look at this together. And I'm throwing this at you. I'm sorry that I'm just like. No, I like what that. We're doing. But it's on the same website. Um, and I don't know um, the exchange rate here for the, you know, maybe that's something I should have looked up because I don't know how much any of this costs because it's under, it's a, it's in KR, so I don't really know what that means. Um, in uh, in American money, what is it? Kroner. Kroner. I think it it is five thousand kroner for one. Nope, that's a different accent. Okay, I'm. I'm it's also funny because like clearly. I don't know if this is like an expanded menu as like people are reacting to it as if it is a regular restaurant or if like the times just like chose to omit it or like what, but it's like to your point about like ultra orthodox is like just the ingredient by itself. Orthodox is the ingredient with the addition of salt or water. And then they have some that are semi brutalist, which is like, it says a couple of ingredients. So it's like, of course you had to immediately abandon like the thing that you said, because that's not how food you cannot create food that way. It would be a fucking Jamba juice. Otherwise it's throwing it's or whatever the, like a fucking raw juicery in fucking (laughs) Brooklyn. That's more brutalist. That's more brutalist than this shit. Are you crazy? Like this is like, yeah, on this, on the semi brutalist menu, it's bread and butter cheese like it's like you know normal fucking it's shit normal that food it's and like sorry like food is good because it's creatively combined with other things that's why we eat it and that's why it's good it's been done since kiran was in a cave like that's what people <laughs> when have been his doing. forefathers <laughs> happened upon Burned the humble a lamb leg yeah 
in a fucking pit. Anyways, um, the the full. <laughs> did I say there was something called ultra orthodox brutalist? Because I don't think there is. I think I made that up. I think you did make that up. Okay, well that's funny. Okay, um, <laughs> okay, well give me give me a page, Carson, Karsten, whatever your name is. Shoot, Kirsten, shoot. give me. Are there any late night shows anymore? That's like a die out soon, huh? They're all leaving, right? Uh, um, yeah, but I think they're getting refreshed. I don't think they're letting the form die out. Hmm, Why do we'll you think see. you should replace James Corden? Yeah, I would love. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm the gal for the job. Um, <laughs> Throw your hat I'm in the horrible... ring. Send him, send him some of your old reels. <laughs> you are gonna love this tape from 2014. Your vinyl album. Come on. Oh yeah, I'll send them my failed album. They'll love that. They'll be like, this bitch couldn't get a single person to listen to anything she had to say for 10 years. Okay. Can you find out the exchange rate for KR? Yeah, for sure. Because I don't... (laughs) KR to dollars. (laughs) Google just puts a bullet in my my phone explodes and I die immediately. Also, what's the accent we should be mimicking? Because I've lost it. Now I'm just going German. I think it's 10 cents. Because he's... He's German. A Swedish krona is 10 cents. Okay, I have no fucking idea how much any of this stuff costs because I'm bad at math still. So this still leaves me and our listeners that was, and dry. That was not information to you. I just said 10 so. cents. Wait, sorry. 10 cents. So just is everything one. is just put a period in the middle of, you know what I mean? Like, okay, so this is 75. So potato so chips 7.50. Yeah, six, yeah, exactly. Okay, so this is okay. So the oysters are like eight fifty each. Yeah, at the highest rate. Okay, so okay, so it's like not like it's know. not completely insane, but it's not it's not. This is actually cheaper than I thought. It's not totally pedestrian. Lillian's like, wait, should we go? Wait, I actually did look at the reservations as I was just curious. They have plenty of room if anybody wants to go. <laughs> um, if you're in Stockholm. Skind Linderklot. Um, again, German. I can't do the Swedish thing. I think that's fine. It's close enough. Well, there's a lot of umlauts. I'm a allowed. A lot of umlauts. I just, I am always, uh, Nora Ephron, as ever, is, is called to mind for me. And she's like, she has a whole thing in Heartburn where she's like, the thing about food is that it's like specifically uncreative. And that's like the joy of it is that like, and she talks about like, if you add flour and fat together and then add stock it's you're getting it's gonna thicken like that's Mm -hmm. and that's we don't have to be creative to know this we just have to know what tastes good and that's Mm -hmm. the joy of food and that's what's the joy of getting together with your friends is even when you have a dinner party it's like you don't even really want to be making stuff that is like super involved you want to be able to like put out a plate of like here are some anchovies that I put a little vinegar over. Yum, yum. Here yeah. is, here's some rolled meat, you know? Like, as we famously say, you gotta roll your meat. You gotta roll your meat. Like, it's just like the, the joy and the wonder of food is that it has been done for so long and by so many people that we, we really don't need to, we don't need to innovate any further. All we can do is just present good versions of what's already 
been made, in my and opinion. This, like, I, I looked up another interview with him, and he's very, like... This is what every fucking dumb fuck, sorry if you are one of these people and you listen to this podcast, <laughs> dumb fuck chefs in fucking New York are saying where they're like, you know what? It's just about the purity of ingredients. If you just have really delicious produce, simple, pure food is all, it's not, that is not the case. I, 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 I rally, I, I rail against that. Mm-hmm. I think it's ridiculous. This guy's like anti-garnish. I'm just like, just, I'm sorry, but like things are good when they're together and there's fucking stuff on top and it's delicious. I just, I don't like this fucking austere, like, no, I think it's weird and it's weirdly like, it seems like racist to me. I definitely think it is. No, it definitely is. Like, it definitely I'm is. just like the clean, pure, single, like we wouldn't, we don't need to put spices, heavens, spices and garnish and color and it's just like okay this is fucking twisted like what's going on i'll be Either honest you have an anytime even the concept of like purity is introduced like alarm bells are ring-a-ding-ding in for me it's also i think like we can see like i think people feel intimidated by chefs and and that we've allowed chefs to like enter the realm of the artist like i think people feel that they have to like respect them or like if not respect them, like give them some sort of like intellectual space, which they don't. Um, But I feel like you can witness the like diametric opposite happening in like bar trends, which is like the espresso martini is the opposite of brutalist scallops Mm -hmm. or whatever. And like, (laughs) I don't know if you saw that in the times, what the Times said is the drink of the summer is a dirty Shirley, which is just a Shirley temple with vodka, which is like, that is the diametric opposite of like respecting the ingredient. It's being like, what, what would a sorority sister think is a good drink? And just like, you should drink that too. Do they, do the tastemakers of New York City want everyone to get instant diarrhea? Like, it's like, we're eating tater tots and dirty Shirley's now? Like, what the fuck's going on with people's Someone asked me for one on Friday night. Someone was like, can you make two dirty Shirley's? And I was like, started to try to figure it out, because we don't have grenadine. You don't have grenadine, yeah. And I was like, yeah, like, maybe I could do, and then I was like, you know what? No. No. I was like, Across the board, No. I was like, I can do something no. else for you. You you want the drink that I used to come home as a latchkey kid and make two of by myself after school and drink it down and then just like be sad alone yeah. in my kitchen? Sounds cool. Why not Why say Soko and lime is the drink of the summer? Like, come on. I fucking hate these people. Get grow up. Grow the fuck up. I swear to, I swear to God, I can't. I think it's just I'm around too many college kids to be talk, thinking about a, a grown person ordering a dirty Shirley. You're out of your fucking mind. Well, people are doing it. And well, then, I know they and are. And then my GM was like, do you think we should, like, like should no. we, like, heed this? And I was like, I got to be honest with you, no. That's embarrassing. Don't do that. Fucking Bernies can do that. Don't fucking do that. I, and I like them. I'm not. In oh, shade. no, I'm just I love saying. it. I love um, it. It goes with their whole shtick. No, um, I think it's perfect for them. And literally, I'm like on my way. I'm getting you some stuffies. One. I'm getting a dirty Shirley. It's still, I mean, and look, I, I just, I think it's just, 
Shirley Temples are a very... Ugh, it just gave me chills to hear you even say it. I'm sorry. They're so sad. Sad children drink Shirley Temples. Yeah. That is a sad, that is a little, little Lord in a little tiny short pants. Yeah, that's the baby leather shoes. That is, it's the baby. He's forced to go to a dinner he hates. He's bored. His parents don't care about him. You can order a big boy drink, like all of the adults who aren't paying attention to you. And they drink their little drink. And then they learn how to be an asshole to wait staff. And they just, they, it starts with the Shirley Temple and it ends with a dirty martini that if you don't make it the right way, they are going to deport your entire family. Like that's, that is the pipeline. It ends with someone who says, just show the vermouth to the, you know what I mean? Have you ever had people say Uh, that? Yeah. Yeah. Wave it it? over. Wave, wave the vermouth, wave a bottle of vermouth over it. Yeah. You can, you can wave me goodbye because I'm leaving if you, if you say that to me. Okay. (laughs) So this is like a this is just a, my week of pent up aggression coming on this podcast, which is what it's for. Um, I did read one article briefly to go back to this for some reason um, that mentions um, a gray zone. One of Holler's several arbitrary distinctions about like the eggs neaten come from the same bird that they're on the plate. There's a there's an exception for the eggs right, of the bird. Right. It's just as we've said, it's just. It's like that fucking, it's like vespertine. You can't make up, like, this is just, you're going to make up, like right. you said, a you cult. Cannot, you make you up your own religion. that this food has no history. You cannot, de- you cannot exactly. decide that this food is, that you're doing, you can't intervene. You can't intervene that way. I'm sorry. And it's like what you're going by, like, an architectural, like, you're going to go, well, where's the Boston City Hall in this dish? Because I'm not seeing it. If that's what you're basing this on, it's just bland. Where's the, and... where's the nearest Duncan? Seriously. Wait, did you see that? Where's um, Did anyone send you that TikTok that was like this? Yes. Yeah. The Duncan one? Yeah. I saw, I was fucking dying. <laughs> He's like, really so cool good. place to get bananas. <laughs> Next place, this is where I like to pick up my water. The multiple Duncan. I've been to like all of those Duncans. I was like, yes, I know. I know the Duncan walk of fucking shame in Boston. It's like literally every half block. It's absolutely insane. I really, I literally don't know how they do it. I don't know how. Like, how do they all functions. stay in business? Yeah. I don't know. I don't. They share is profit sharing. Like, it I don't know how that be works. Some sort of profit sharing scheme. <laughs> because so it weird. Can't be, like all of those individual Duncans can't be in the black. No, and there's guys that if you haven't seen the TikTok, it is like <laughs> literally twenty five Duncans like, like within a stone's throw, like truly stone's throw. It's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. And I'm happy. I'm. I mean, I feel blessed, but I'm happy. It's a for lot. Who's the owner of Duncan? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are his politics? Like, is he a Chick fil A type of fella? Or is he more Ben and Jerry? Oh, you think it's a man? You automatically assume it's a man. That's interesting. (laughs) Um, No, it's obviously a man, and I don't know. It's an old company, though. I'm sure he's dead by now. Okay, but I'm wondering what his what his children are. Is he the was he the one woman who keeps going? I can't believe Disney did this. The Disney daughter who does that, or is he Paris Hilton? Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, what do you mean? One of the Disney daughters is, like, always being, like, Disney is so fucked up and, like, they have, like, it's so fucked up that Bob Iger makes so much money when, like, the workers of Disney World are literally starving. 
and she's always like she's always very public about how much she hates the corporation of disney okay well here's a curveball for okay. you i think her name is alice alice you don't live here anymore <laughs> william rosenberg Oh, mm-hmm. Jewish. Get a load of that. Get a load of that. Jewish. Is um founded Dunkin' Donuts and I believe also uh a Howard Johnson guy. Oh, the Hojo. The Hojo man. Um but that makes American entrepreneur Quincy Massachusetts. Um that's great. Hey, hats off to uh, eh, you know what? He, well, no, he's dead. Sorry. <laughs> I thought for a second he wasn't. Um, <laughs> Me thinking anyways. Benjamin Franklin was a Libra. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly and I had a whole exchange where Kelly texted me and was like, yeah, Benjamin Franklin's a Libra. I was like, that's insane. I can't but believe I thought, he's a Libra. That doesn't a make Lothario. any sense. It made sense to me. They're not. Libras are the fucking pussiest of pussies. Not in like a cool way. They're fucking annoying. They can be sensual. They can be very sexy. Mm, I've never, I've never met a sensual Libra in my life. Anyways, God bless you though. Um, we are allegedly the most compatible signs. Um, but Benjamin, I was like, there's no way he's a Libra. Come to find out, Kelly was <laughs> taking the date uh, where that he was sworn into office as his birthday. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, that's a different kind of birthday. It's a birth of, 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 a, birthday. of sorts, yeah. So his his uh, legacy is a Libra, his his political Yeah, sort of true. It's like term. how people do 9-11's birth chart. Mm-hmm, yeah. So, but he is, in fact, a Capricorn, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah, wordsmith. Really annoying and organized and perfectionist. My dad's a Capricorn. Okay. We have some new patrons. Okay, moving right along. <laughs> we do. And you guys are going to get a, a hot spoonful of celebrity gossip for your troubles. Ew. That's okay. ew? Sorry. Oh, my God. She's talking about, oh, my tendons are about to fall out of my freaking That's not gross to me. Okay. Um, Phoebe from Canada? Because I see a CA. Yeah. I'm seeing a CA. Welcome, Phoebe. Um, thank you so much. Our neighbors to the north. Um, Ella. Ella, that is such a sweet name. I don't think I've my one of my pet mice. Mouse? One of my <laughs> one of my mice. Oh my god, I'm like fucking robot style like fucking powering down right now i have no idea what she's talking about by the way uh, one of this my the first, first pets of them. one of my first pets who was a mouse <laughs> i named ella after ella fitzgerald and that's the last ella i met and she died during childbirth okay ella oh God. <laughs> welcome we're taking her to the yellow room right after this guys don't worry <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <clears throat> Ella and then um Hannah. Hannah, welcome. Welcome. We're so happy to have you. We're so grateful. Um and we will do everything we can to keep you happy. True. Um, and there will be a newsletter this week. There'll be a newsletter. Um I'll put up some new stuff. I don't know. Whatever you guys want, feel free. Or you can just support us because it costs money to make this podcast. Um, obviously Kelly and I are both mentally ill, so we have a lot to like kind <laughs> really of deal with. So. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, me more so. Um, and we both have prescriptions to fill, you know, um, so 
we appreciate the support. We know everybody's, you know, times are tough, but we appreciate you supporting us. <clears throat> um, and I will kill myself if you don't continue to. So think about that next time. Okay. Just kidding, guys. <laughs> Kelly didn't laugh. Okay. Um, no, I was far. just thinking about how you 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 tried to play off that I said Lillian more so, and then immediately followed with the threat of suicide. <laughs> so actually, you proved my point. Okay, maybe I just have borderline, and I like that's how <laughs> BPD queen. Would, oh my god, everyone! I love how everybody has borderline right now. I'm like, well, you guys all fucking annoying. So maybe you do actually. I don't think either of us has it. No, my God, no. We would be absolutely intolerable. Plus, I have friends from, like, my childhood. I don't think you can sustain friendships like that if you have BPD. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. That's how I calm myself down when I'm like, do I have narcissistic? It's like, chill, dude. Um, I worry. But I think we all have naturally have narcissistic tendencies. Of course. I mean, nature. part of that is just staying alive. You have to be a little, you know. Numero uno. Yeah looking out for number one exactly yeah yeah all right let's wrap this up please god okay well everyone thanks so much for listening love ya goodbye bye bye